Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grunler. Wolverine. Bill, I have a, uh, I have a question for you. I got an answer for you. Do you know who I'm working out with this afternoon? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think I do. Oh, do you? Well, I think I do anyway. Well, his name... I call him James, you call him Jim, and it is your brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So here's some fun facts. I get a text from your brother at about 10 o'clock at night, because you guys on the West Coast forget the rest of the world is ahead of you. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm in town visiting my brother. And I was like, well, I got two questions. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and who is this and phone, who this? <laughs> yeah he's like is this still your number i'm like dude you we've literally texted within like the last three weeks <laughs> and i'm like in town visiting my brother and i'm like question for you your brother lives in dallas he goes yeah i was like bill has I never once that. mentioned that are you serious no yeah, have. no you have not how have I not done that? I don't know, but I, how did you not even go and visit him when you were here last? <laughs> because I was, it was like a. Oh, well, that that was a little bit of a constrained time frame. Yeah, we had like a, it was an in and an out, and I'm, I'm I I just uh, that one wouldn't have worked out. If yeah. I had like an extra day or two, for sure would have done that. But yeah, that was a. Yeah, where I don't even I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. No, you didn't know that. Now you know. Now I know. Now where know. does he live? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Like where in Dallas does he live? Uh, they are, I don't know the address necessarily, but they were like McKinney for a while. Okay. And they're where they are now is, uh, dude, I don't know the places. Let me pull it up real fast. Some more I north. Know, <laughs> I know it mostly by, um, mostly by, oh yeah, Plano. Oh yeah. That's where yeah. my wife's parents live. Yeah. So yeah. I said north about Cumberland 20, Trail. 30 minutes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just outside. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So they <laughs> do, uh, they're over there. Uh, he's an art teacher. His oh, wife's cool. like a, a um, district supervisor oh. for art programs and stuff like that. So they're, they're in the educational system, you know. What, uh, do you know what school district or what high school? Or is it high school, middle uh, school? It, uh, he does, he's junior high. Okay. So whatever. Ugh, oh man, I want to say it's Plano Junior High, but yeah. I don't really know if that's the name of it or not. Hmm. Honestly, how long has he? How long have they been out here? Oh man, years. Really, long time. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah, that is super cool. Yeah, it'd be really enough. weird if like my wife went to one of his schools. <laughs> I don't know how long they've been out here, but well, not okay, that like, long. So they, I mean, I guess like, that they was came like out twenty years in, ago, like in their adult life. <laughs> okay. In their adult life. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, interesting, fun fact. Very yeah, cool. so I'm gonna. I'm gonna That's eat. how I know you guys' weather is so jacked up out there because it's uh, like, oh yeah, it's a yeah. snowstorm. Oh yeah, it's a heat wave. Oh yeah, it's a rainstorm. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a t it's a, a tsunami. It's not a tsunami. Probably we get some. Hey, you, you never know. I mean, we do Tornado, have some Gulf hurricane, areas. Yeah. You name it, you got it. <laughs> that's true. We do. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's super fun. But yeah, I'm excited to see your brother. Oh, that's uh, cool, I guess though. he, he yeah, brought he out the whole family. Yeah. He told me he was going to try and hit you up. So that's cool. You guys are working out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I guess he's here with you, the whole. Dude, you get to meet Luke before I do? Uh, Why? Well, maybe if he brings him. I hope I do. I hope I do, Bill. Jerk. <laughs> Jerk. We'll see. I don't know if it's just going to be him. But yeah, he's going to come by the gym. We'll do a little workout. Oh, that's cool. We got to, if, if he wants to do what we're doing, 
we're uh, we just we I just you know we we're talking about this earlier and just started a brand new training cycle at the gym. Hmm. And our Tuesdays is it's kind of like interval barbell cycling. And we'll alternate snatches one week and cleans the other. But today is four sets, one every six minutes of fifteen touch and go snatches, uh, full at fifty percent of your max. It's like hmm. a little wind sprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. With some barbell cycling. So. I like it. Yeah, super simple. It went way better than I thought it was going to this morning. I was like, oh, this is too light. And then I watched like the first heat of the first round. I go, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> when the first round is like super easy, you're like, okay, come into my, come into right. my webs. At this yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see your brother. But I thought that was, it was funny. I can't talk that much shit about like you your brother being in Dallas. My younger brother is in Dallas and I see him like only on the holidays. So I'm the world's <laughs> worst. I am the world's worst older brother. So I can't talk any crap about <laughs> any of that. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a little fun. Uh, it's cool. I'm going to see James today. Yeah, that'll be rad. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really cool. cool. And maybe I'll, I'll meet the new, the new uh, addition to the Grundler family, the new Grundler, right. the Grundler male. <laughs> Luke. Luke. It's now we can name. finally say, I am your father. <laughs> you know he's gonna say it like every day too. He's gonna wake up. It, this is what it's gonna be when he's like, when when Luke grows as he's growing up, getting ready for school. Luke, I am your father. Get out of bed now. <laughs> he should. I'm gonna do it with my son, whose name is Dylan. And every time he comes back from high school, I'm like, Dylan, Dylan! you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> and then my wife will look at me with, with disapproval. <laughs> I was like, not you. I'm just, you know, it's a movie quote, honey. You don't get it. Uh, <laughs> She's like, no, I do get it. It's just, it's getting played out. I'm like, never, ever, never, never ever. Uh, well, some other fun news. We want to uh, talk about our partners of the show. This is going to be our analyzing the programming series, the 2012 regionals, which is, this is when stuff started to get real, like real, real. The, the events have elevated. <laughs> exponentially this this i'm I'm really i personally personally am very happy you're saying that because this was actually my peak performance time was like the best of my (laughs) my my high best of the best crossfit uh uh competition career i guess geez Mm -hmm. the closest i've ever made to the like the the open games yeah i love the fact you're saying it got real because man thank god it was actually real then i could say it's like okay that little validation on that yeah bro yeah, it's it. our, our second year of standardized programming, and they, they ramped it up quite a bit. I remember this year seeing the events come out, and I go, oh, this is different. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is like the CrossFit Games that, you know, it's like harder than it was in 2010 type programming. Yeah. So it's we're excited to get into that. We're excited to analyze that. Before we get to that, we want to thank our partners of the show, Bubs Naturals. I'm so glad their MCT oil powder is back in stock, although it's about to be out is what I've heard. So if you guys are running low or, you know, you're like halfway for the, I, I, I don't know if you do this with like laundry detergent or like dishwashing soap, but I always have two. And as soon as I advance to the second one, I go and buy the next one. So I have like a, a whole bottle buffer, right? And I do the same thing with my MCT oil powder. Like I'm about halfway through one bag. I have a backup bag ready, but as soon as I'm done with this, this bag, I order the next one. Because I've learned my lesson the hard way. Let, let me tell you the easiest way to do that. And this is a this is a Bub's hack right here. Ooh, Bub's hack. So I get my collagen protein is in those nice uh, plastic 
bottles, yeah, little, nice little plastic containers. Tubs, yeah. Okay. When you're out of one of those, don't throw it away. Clean it out. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you put your MCT oil Ooh. powder into. So you take your packet. Okay. Which is like, you know, the nice flat packet and everything. And, yeah. You know, you open it up and powder shoots all over the place and everything. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you put one in, you could actually just about get two in Oh. There. And Ooh. then there's your there's your double bub, double package right there. Well, and that's great. It's a nice container. I mean, granted, okay, it's not like squishing down as you get down, yeah. but it makes it so easy to get in there. You don't get like the pat. Yeah, you know my knuckles. Man, I hate getting powder on my knuckles. <laughs> yeah. I can take get a nice sticky. dip with the scoop, tap it on the side to make sure I get the, my, my nice appropriate amount mm. of my MCT oil powder and mm. then pop it in my coffee. Telling you, dude. That's a great idea. And they stack nicely. The timing is perfect because I just emptied one of my tubs of collagen protein this morning. Do it. And if you keep buying those, then Dylan and Blake have something to put like Legos in. Oh, and other little toys. I mean, dude, I got those down at the gym. Screws and stuff. Telling you, man, Bubs hacks. I like it. Well, if yep. you guys want to get yourself some tubs, do yourself a favor. Go to Bubs some Naturals. Tubs, some Bubs tubs. <laughs> yeah, just empty tubs. Now, do yourself some Bubs tubs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are so oh, bad. We apologize. Bubs tubs, double bubs. Bubs tubs, bubs double bub. At least we're not doing the, like, double scoop thing anymore. <laughs> Go to BubsNaturals.com. Use the code GETWITH20 for 20% off every order every single time. And know that you're doing something more than just for yourself because Bubs Naturals donates 10% of all of their profits, and they donate that to charity. And it's just a, it's a wonderful company to be a part of. I'm very thankful that we get to be a part of that, um, aside from just how great their products are in general. So just a great thing Sean Lake's got going on over there at Bubs Naturals. So I appreciate Good them being stuff. a partner with the show. Um, Bill, new training cycle, which means for me is my, my hands are a little sore from yesterday. We had 100 chest bar pull-ups in my workout. Mm. Um, now it was an EMOM, so it was, it was spread out nicely. So it was a, a nice way to get volume in, but my, my baby hands, I got through eight sets. It was like a three minute deal. So it was a 30 minute EMOM. So I got to 80 pull-ups and then by about after round eight, my hands were like, no, sir, we're, we're not going to do that anymore. So I, <laughs> I, 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 I hit the NOS, you know, I, you know, too close to, to missile switching to guns and I pulled out my element 26 cheat grips. They're not cheat grips. They're just amazing grips. It feels like you're cheating. And throw those suckers on, and it was just, it was like candy the rest of the way through my workout. So I'm glad I have them as a partner of the show. The thumb tape in a league of its own. In a league of its own as far as simplicity to apply. It stays on the whole time, and it comes off easy with no residue on your thumbs. That was, um, I'm so glad we found them. Okay, so last week we were talking about the bear complex. Oh, yes. yes. And I did the heavy bear complex. Yes. I made that one video. Yeah, we've already posted about if, it. If you're trying to do 30 heavy bear complex uh, reps over the course of a long, I think I, we gave ourselves 25 minutes to do it. I did not finish, but that's okay. <laughs> um, dude, some tape of plenty, man. Mm. Needed it. It was huge. That was such a big deal. It's so Such great. A big, like when you're going for that many heavy cleans like that, you need to have it. Whether you're barbell cycling or you're going heavy cleans like that, thumb tape, uh, so good. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Thumb tape, belt. I'd have to belt up for 225. Jeez, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, they've got everything. They've got thumb tape, grips, belts, knee sleeves, anything you need for your CrossFit accessories. Go to element26.co. Use the code GETWITH15 for 15% off all U.S. orders every time you order. And if you stop in there, is if you're going to get anything, get after that thumb tape. It is the best that CrossFit has to offer as far as what Element 26 makes for your training, but they have all kinds of things for you guys. And, oh, I didn't put this up, but I, I recorded a video yesterday of my last round mm. of the of the workout. So what we did is it was like a 24-minute EMOM, and we had three different movements. One of them was chest of our pull-ups and push jerks and, like, double-unders. Yeah. But then after eight rounds, which would get you to 24 minutes, we took a minute break, and then we did a doubled bulk set for time. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, same, I like that. minute one was 50 double unders. Minute two was 10 chest over pull-ups. Minute five, uh, three was five push jerks at 185. You took a minute break after eight of those rounds and then did 100, 20, and 10 as fast as you could. Nice. A little training and a little testing is kind of the idea there. And yeah, so for the last yeah. round is when I threw my grips on. I was like, <laughs> got to. But then as I was doing it, it's like, you know what I need to do? I'm going to set up my camera in, in like a minute. Ran on my phone, pulled up the Wattproof app, set it up, took a video. I'll, I'm, I think I'll, I'll post it later. You should. I'll post it later. But I was like, I got to get some video proof of this because I bet a friend that I could break two minutes. He did not believe me. I was like, well, then I need proof. And I need video proof. And I did you gotta it. Go, you 147. Go oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, I was, I was cooking. That's good. Cooking. Yeah, you know, and right now is the best time. This part of the season is always really, really interesting because the games are over. People are kind of done with their relaxing time. Mm -hmm. And now all the qualifiers are starting to come out. Yeah. What, uh, Wadapalooza just... I uh, just saw that drop, yeah. So there's a bunch that are out there. And so not only do you need to get your video, you know, submissions and you want to have, you know, a great counter. And, and the nice thing about what Wadaproof does is you could find the, uh, the qualifier on there they'll have the the uh, the description of the workout and everything already posted so you can just kind of hop in on that uh, by searching for that but not only can you do that but you can actually improve yourself get yourself ready for whatever big competitions you have coming up by signing up with their pro pack they have their 12-week programs that are in there they have all the lifting style stuff they have strength they have olympic lifting they have gymnastics they have rowing they have engine type stuff they have masters type stuff they have everything you need out there to improve yourself so their pro pack is 9.99 for a month or you can use our code get with and you can get 20 percent off a three-month subscription and you're right man you got to get the video the video uh proof uh if not for yourself if not for a submission for yourself so you can see <laughs> how you're doing see how you're moving and you know one of the things we haven't really done yet and, and maybe yeah, you know, we talked about like wanting to put together our little competition and everything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we do a, you know, kind of a head to head comparison with some videos of some people where you can oh. sign, you can have someone do a video and then you can set yours up right Ooh. next to them. So then you can basically run, you know, head to head sprints or head to head competitions with people like that. I think pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Maybe a little coaching so, analysis. Use, use the code get with and get 20% uh, off three month subscription. Got to do it. Gotta do it. Get with. Get with all around. Get with 20 with Bubs. Get with 15 for Element 26. And get with for our Wadproof app. So I want to thank our partners of the show. That just this is just a great addition of what we do. And we're very thankful to be partnered with them. So here we 
go. Analyzing the program of the 2012 regionals, we did 2010, where it was the Wild West of 13 regions, and everyone had their own programming. And then last year, 2011, first year of the Open, first year of standardized programming, and now we're into year number two. So we did the test phase. We had like the beta year, the 2011 (laughs) beta year. And now it's time to almost to affirm that this is the right path that we're on, which is regionals game, uh, open regionals in games. So as we said before, when we did our, our own standardized program for 2010, we're like, you know, when you start the weekend, you got to start it off with a, some panache, right? A little flash, a little excitement. And what they decided to come out with in event number one was Diane. 21 15 9 deadlist at 225 and 155 and handstand push-ups and that was quite the scene when you looked at regionals across the board and i had no idea diane could be as fast as it ended up being than some of the times i saw around the world but this was one hell of a way to start the weekend it was huge i mean one i think it was just like we were talking about it not only did it did it prove okay, let's do the test. But the way that they did it by starting off with, it's like, hey, we are CrossFit. So let's start off with a named workout. Mm -hmm. One that is fast and flashy. And I mean, for a lot of people, it's very daunting because the handstand push-ups at the time were were kind of a a, a newish thing. Um, Deadlifts at that time, that weight now was not a heavy weight because we just did the year before the 315 with the 2115 on the box jumps. So now it was like, okay, this weight used to be a big deal is now not a big deal. And so now it's like, okay, how, how far have we advanced as, as a group? Right. So you bring the whole world out, not just the local gym communities using this named workout, but setting up that way. And dude, I just remember Chris Spieler, Dan Bailey, Dan I'm thinking Bailey. how the hell <laughs> Are we supposed to go as fast as these guys? I, I mean, I, I literally, I remember coming out on this one and having really no expectation because I just remember the rapid fire piston attack of Dan mm-hmm. Bailey. I'm like, God dang, his big yet short arms. What the heck, man? It was crazy. Well, was crazy. I remember. But an awesome event. Dan basically did it strict. That was cra- like. Yeah. Well, some people were better. Some people, even now, you can have. I know people that are can move quicker if they go strict than if they do a full kit because there, there's like a, there's a, a I mean the cycle time. How far yeah. you're going to bring your legs down? You know right. what I mean? Um, we didn't know that gradient. It was either you were kipping, which are these big gigantic legs moving around, or <laughs> yeah, you know, just strict, just basketballing off your head. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was a really cool way to start things off. It's always nice. It's always exciting to have a benchmark event you know when you use things like diane we had amanda the year before in 2010 and at the games and then that trickled its way into the regionals in 2011. it just really it really brings the entire community together not just the competitors but everyone because everyone has seen this at some point or version of this so there's you know, where in the open, you know that you're competing on the same stage as the biggest names in the world mm-hmm. over the course of the world. But now you actually get to see, oh, I, we've done that workout before. Oh, what did yes. I get? Oh, I got eight minutes. Oh, these guys are getting two minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
note to self, I now know where I am, you know? And that's a perfect way to put it because it does draw everyone in because everyone just kind of leans in to look. He's like, how fast? He's like, hey, what's a, what's a classic thing you, you hear from one of your members or athletes when you explain the workout of the day on the board? Like, what's a good time? Like, yeah. well, that's very subjective if you <laughs> when he asked him that question it's like relativity what yeah exactly he's like what's possible like how fast can someone go and when you see a benchmark workout thrown at the regional level with you know crossfit's greatest athletes that draws attention to it and to do oh, that yeah. as the first event that's when we were talking about when we were establishing our six event series when we standardized 2010 is that crossfit has a knack for or had developed one of that first event being something very quick, exciting, fresh, engaging, it, it, either one or all of those as part of the first event. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time we had the box standard. Is that, is yeah. that right? Yeah, you're right. In the, in the rules, it's you had the fingers. It was the the box set up, and it was 32 inches or whatever I think it, was, it was, where your palm had to be inside the tape the fingers could be outside the tape. yeah 36 by 24 palm of the hand must remain completely within the area fingers may extend to the box which is what they've had all the way up until i guess uh last quarterfinals when they yeah. moved it to 40 and you couldn't touch the tape which i yeah i like better as far as a judging standard totally maybe not as a distance for myself <laughs> <laughs> it does narrow the uh the, the hands a little bit but yeah this is the box uh the handstand push-up boxes first i guess uh unveiling on but the that was the only scene. standard though it was you know you you had to uh, you had to lock your arms out the mm -hmm. normal stuff your your heels had to be on uh within your shoulders then the width of, actually within the width of your hands, I believe it was. Yes. Um, but they didn't make a big deal about anything else, weird measurements or anything. It was just butt laying on the wall. Fast, you know, just do what you can do. And I, I mean, I'll admit, like it. This one, I am very flexible through the midline, through like my thoracic spine, so I could get very Brookwellish on this and have that big old arch. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so you end up pushing out rather than up. And, you know, again, th this was the first big race with speed. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I think the, the standard that they had was appropriate. You're right. And then after that, it was like, okay, you know, do we need to make some adjustments? And I think that's right. where they tried to do it. But, uh, I don't know myself. It was like, look, what's the intent? The intent is we want your arms locked out and go fast. Yeah. So just do that. Um, I thought it was good. I thought this test was, it was so fun to start off this way. Yes. Was this your best event finish in your career across event, the board? E event finish? Event finish. Diane. Because uh, you won this in your region, oh, correct? Probably. Yeah, I won this in my region. Um, I beat Rich in this one, which was cool. Rich Froning. <laughs> down, biatch. Um <laughs> Uh, probably, which is really strange because I wouldn't say that these would be my, my best move. Like I was right. decent at the movements, but yeah. I wouldn't say that they would be my best moves. I would, I mean, any of the overhead squat, the overhead squat pull up ones would be pretty, yeah. I'd be pretty good with those ones too. I would have, I would, I as we go further, I would, I would, if someone is like, Hey, which one is Bill going to be the best at? I would have picked event four, but we'll get there. 
Yeah, me too. Right? Well, I got a, I got a story about that one too. Ooh, okay. One, stories. We, got, we will save that I one have, for the. Uh, I have no stories about these regionals because I was in a sling. So <laughs> 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 I was just having my coaching hat on. All right. So that's individual event number one, Diane. Fast, furious. And then we move into event number two, which was a 2,000 meter row buy in. 50 pistols, alternating legs, and then 30 hang cleans, which you had the option to squat clean, but most everybody went for the hang power at 225 and 135. And I find it funny as they use the same weight um, for the men from event one to event two, but they changed the weight for the women. They dropped yeah. it 20 pounds because of that. And what this was, it, this was that longer event off of the short fast one you have all three modalities you've got your monostructural with the row you have your gymnastics with the pistols and then you have your um, weightlifting with the hang power cleans and is this our first well i guess they might have had some type of pistol in the 2010 regional era i can't remember if there was any programmed there because we had pistols show up in 2010 at the games at the games, yeah. But maybe this is, again, one of those movements that made its way at the regional level, officially. I, I, I think it was. And I remember 50, I mean, maybe there were some, and I, I honestly am surprised I can't remember this, but I remember thinking, holy shit, 50 is a lot. <laughs> right. I remember thinking that. I remember, I mean, because we weren't, we, weren't, we weren't used to the volume of that at this time. And this, what I remember on this, this event was the, Oh man, we're trying to get the right people to the games. And it started the idea of the open was fast. The regionals just got ridiculously heavy. And then the games was like kind of all over the place. It could let you kind of do all the fun stuff because that 225 for the guys, dude. Wow. Man. Heavy. It was have I remember it burying people. There was nobody. I mean, now you would see people that could, you know, they'd do the whole bouncing off their legs and they would, mm -hmm. you know, rep this thing out. But then the, the feel of that was absolutely nuts. And yeah. I remember, I mean, I, I, the strategy wise, okay, am I going to do sets of five? How am I going to, how right. am I going to do this? I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to do this in the, you know, the catches people were taking with their feet. I mean, you're doing oh, like Patrick yeah. Star, SpongeBob yeah. <laughs> split, you know, trying to get under this thing, the limbo under the bar, yeah. whatever you want to look at. It was heavy. And everyone was great for the first 10. And mm. then it just got dicey for that last 10. Oh. And you're trying, I mean, you're racing, you're trying to go fast. Well, it was all one big lead up to the those 30 hang power cleans. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like navigate it's your way through the pistols. And yeah, that was a lot. That was a big set. I think at the games, the most they had in a round was 14. Yeah. Um, in, in 2010 and they, you know, they had heavy deadlifts and double unders mixed with that and some running across the field, but it wasn't like super intense, but 50 and one bulk set, one shot, one shot coming off a 2k row, which ended up just being like, everyone knew that it came down to the last hang power cleans. So what ended up happening, I, I don't think it's one of those where people changed the event and how to approach it because of what ended up being like the, the main piece of the event, which was those hang power cleans at 225 and 135. So what everybody did was they rode slow, they did pistols slow, oh, totally. and then put all their effort and energy into the cleans. Well, they had to. And, right. and, and, and I'm pretty sure that they, they standardized what the setup was. Yes. I remember we were doing our pistols. I mean, we are okay. So everyone that was, if you saw pistols, boom, 
lifters were on. Yes. Everybody put the lifters on. So everyone's wearing their lifters, you know, so we're rolling with the lifters. We get onto the, the mat with the lifters and then it was a mat and I hadn't really done. Oh, on the dollar mat, wishy dollar mat. Yes, so you're right. like trying to keep your balance as you're doing that. And you know, the mm -hmm. standard was the other, the front foot couldn't touch the ground. Your right. hands couldn't touch the ground. You had to come all the way up, stand all the way up before your other foot came down. So there was a lot of these weird balance things that if you just did it on the hard rubber stall mats at right. the gym, which were very stable, this right. was not. So there was yeah. a whole nother element into that, you know, and it was it's true. It, it just there was a lot of changing of your strategy, like you had your plan and then it would it would change. Mm -hmm. as you're as you're kind of going like you do your first five six pistols you're like oh okay i need to change my plan a little bit <laughs> yeah you know, then you get to the hand clean you're like oh i need to change my plan a little bit <laughs> yeah well and one thing between event one and event two and this happened a few times is that yes the weight on the bar is the same but a hang power clean at that weight is drastically more difficult than just a deadlift right and what we would see is we would see athletes who would like win event one and then get last or DNF event two. Yeah. I think we, we saw more of that, I think, on the women's side than we did on the men's side. But uh, one thing they had in here, and I don't remember them actually doing this after this year, but they had a minimum work requirement that if you didn't get to it, you were disqualified from competition. Yeah. And what it was... It was 10, you had to get at least 10 of the hang power cleans or hang cleans by the 17 minute time cap. Um, if the, yeah, it, then the athlete will not advance to the next event if they don't get 10. And that, that happened in every regional. Yeah. And usually the person that got disqualified was in like top 10, top five after Diane. <laughs> Because that you know that one that really came down to the handstand pushups, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so if you were just this little gymnastic freak, mighty mouse, and then you got this smashed in your face with a two K row, not advantageous to a smaller athlete. Pistols, are the pistols, you should be fine there. But the weight that it was is, you know, that was it. <laughs> it doesn't look like much now, but that was heavy. That was ungodly heavy. Like that was a set that people did not put in their training. They didn't do. 30 reps of hang cleans at 225 and, no. and 135 or 150 no. or whatever. Like th that just wasn't not in a, a bulk normal. set. No way. No way. Not like that. So th this is this whole, this whole, uh, programmed region. Mm -hmm. Like it really, like everybody's eyeballs just like blew wide open. And, and this was this right here started Yep. the trend that yep. at the end of the regional, <laughs> everyone would now train what that last regional was. Yes. And then you come to the next year and you'd be like, but wait a minute, I just did all the strength yeah. stuff. What do you mean we got to do gymnastics? And yeah. then do all the gymnastics and then boom, all the heavy stuff comes back again. It was hysterical that, um, you know, generally speaking, our, our community just couldn't get ahead of the ball. We were always one year behind of, with yeah. our trainers. Like, well, what was regionals? Oh, was it, it was really heavy? Okay, <laughs> time to go heavy. Yeah, exactly. There was a, and that's one thing I actually want to talk about when we get through these is how the, I felt, I felt like 2012 specifically, like birthed a lot of different like programming um you remember the strength bias stuff yes all the biases man oh uh, yeah yeah so um we'll, we'll touch on that at the end one thing at event two before we move on to the event three is that you know we said that the the 
the limiting factor of this event, which is the hang cleans, changed the way people approach this. And I feel like that changed the way Dave actually programmed it. And a lot of people were afterwards were thinking, he's like, you know, you know, it made the row worthless. And it made the pistols not a part of the intensity. If you had just gone the other direction. So you started with the hang cleans fresh. There you could you could have more action there. And then you get to the pistols warmed from the cleans and prepping for the row and then having to finish and race at the row and race on the row. It would have made every movement more intentional and um, I would say more important than going the direction that they did. I I, I could totally see that. I, I will say this though, like how how many times have we had if I mean, I know we just did it in the 2011 where you had the run, the handstands, and then the row. Yeah. So everyone actually raced the row. But I mean, you look across the board of all the competition that we do, rarely do you have the row being the finish of the race. It would be exciting. Right. I mean, you know, but you, it's really hard to tell where everybody is. So like the excitement part mm -hmm. doesn't showcase itself, even right. though you're right. It would, you would see a, a lot more earnestness on that rower with people just bleeding themselves on that thing rather than <laughs> yeah. like okay i have to have a good clip here just got to see where everyone else is and kind of hang out and and, and play right. that that pacing game uh um, visually that wouldn't be as good because especially then like we didn't have as much markers and and right. identifiers of where people are especially on a 2k row so yeah. you wouldn't know where anybody I, is so i, I get I, it i could i could i could i could get behind w with what you're saying i i do like the fact that I, I liked the the battles that were happening on the hang cleans because it, oh, it, it looked made way people better. it made people go faster on those than they wanted to, mm -hmm. and you saw a lot of people missing a bunch because they just were picking up the bar way before they were ready because they had no, <laughs> they had no choice right. they had to right. so there ended up being a lot of fails and a lot of uh, I I mean redlining on the strength element you know I mean that's that's what's even though the intensity, and this is, what, this is what a lot of people don't really, you know, when you talk to the general gym population, they don't see that. 30 reps of this is not an intense workout. It's a right. very hard workout. Yes. But you can only go so fast. Because <laughs> right. if you go up to try to get it, you don't get it. Well, the bar comes down, and then you're sitting there thinking like, okay, well, how long, how long do I rest? But right. you're resting during that time to try to do it again. And yeah. I, I remember specifically in our region, we had one of those little ninja guys, Jared Perlmutter, like way back in the day, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was, he could blast the handstand pushups, any gymnastic stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's what we called himself. He called himself the ninja, you yeah. know, cause that was just his thing. And he got to this and he had to do squat cleans in singles. Oh, it buried him, <laughs> buried him. Of course, at the time I was competing. So I'm like, ha, yeah. you little sucker. Good. You know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Um, so I liked it, it gave, it did give the, the athletes that, that didn't have the gymnastic prowess mm -hmm. and, uh, a, a feather in their hat. So, yeah. you know, I, I could see what you're saying, but yeah, you know, whatever. I, I thought it was, I thought it was, oh yeah, event. it was fine. I was just saying if you want a more intense event, yeah, just no, hundred percent go the other direction. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that is event number two. So we had event number one, event number two for day number one, and we move into day number two, which was a Saturday, and we start things off with event number three, which is four rounds for time, 
10 single arm dumbbell snatches and a sprint. It's like, you know, a shuttle, what, maybe yeah, 200 feet. Down and back. Yeah. The snatch weight, however, 100 pounds and 70 pounds. And I think when this got announced, we're like, they make dumbbells that big? <laughs> Dude. I, and we went well, from it, one it was, heavy movement to another heavy movement with an odd object. And, like, we scrambled to try to find something. Yeah. So, we, I mean, all, one, those are hard to come by on the 100-pound side. Yes. Um, two, we were able to get, so we bought some, and we're like, oh, we just need some heavy ones. You want to know which ones we got because they were the only ones they had? Oh, 120s. No. <laughs> <laughs> didn't help us because we couldn't get that thing up over yeah, our head. We couldn't that even didn't, do that it. Work out. <laughs> so we had to do, we had like 75s. I think we had a 75, and we did this massive duct tape job of trying to put metal plates oh, on the outside yes. and taking the shit out of it, trying to keep it to stay. <laughs> I mean, I think I still have a picture of it somewhere, and it looks like some weird chalice-looking thing because <laughs> there's so much tape on it. But, I mean, anything, that's what everyone was doing. Everyone, it was a rapid scramble to try mm -hmm. to find things that heavy. And, dude, I will tell you what. When people complain about 75 or 70 pounds now for the on the guy's side, right. like, you guys, yeah, you don't even know. We, no. we didn't know what we were doing, and this weight was heavy, man. Heavy. It was so heavy. heavy. God, it was heavy. And it was fast. Like, you just did the heavy hang power cleans the night before. Totally. <laughs> and now you wake up and do, not only that, but it's like, it's super intense. Like, the, the speed of the event didn't allow you to back off the pace and go slow on these heavy snatches. I needed Element 26 thumb tape really bad. <laughs> really bad to hold on to that stuff. <laughs> And it was just brutal, and you just you got to see the big boys and go out there and just sling this dumbbell around. And it was either you could do it or you couldn't. 100%. There really wasn't any middle ground. No, and that that was that was that was the deal. I remember thinking, I'm just being blown away how some people could go so fast. Mm -hmm. Of course, I had Dave Lipson. I think was in was in my heat, and so oh, Dave well. Lipson is this gigantic Thor Thor's looking dude. <laughs> You know, so he's whipping that thing around and, um, that, yeah, that was, that one was shocking. I remember trying to train for that one, you know, knew and knowing that it was up, trying to throw that thing around and just thinking like, I, I have no idea how fast are people going to go on this? I have no idea. Yes. That was the I have other no thing. Idea. Nobody did. And, and again, like that, this it, again, it was something that no one trained for. No one trained for that heavy. I had done these back in the old days with like in-kind flies and you know right. dumbbell bench and that kind of stuff but snatching it up over my head i'd never done that before not not in any sort of training scenario no so well, yeah and when this, I, sorry, this, it was shocking dude it was shocking well the other thing too is I, i'm just i'm looking at dumbbell snatches and that's so familiar to me now but in yeah. 2012 the only snatches we did without a barbell was kettlebell snatches yeah and that was just from the hang yeah. And so when dumbbell snatches came out, we're like, oh, um, I'd never thought to do that. <laughs> you you, you might have done it just by here and there, but it wasn't something that was very commonplace at the time. Yeah. Let alone with 100 pounds and 70 pounds. The, the most ground overhead we saw was in the previous regional, which was two, but that was 45 a piece. Yeah. 
Man. Yeah, that was... Uh, it was heavy. <laughs> that was... That was gnarly. And, you know, it's actually double the weight of what they had the year before with one arm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 40 reps of that. It's right. funny that it says sprint on there. And, I mean, and there were more people that were sprinting. But it was, you know, depending on what you did, like, if you could do the 10 reps fast, mm -hmm. okay, like, all right, then you're actually racing somebody. Everyone else is like, okay, that sprint part is my recovery yeah. part. So I, I will walk. make sure I can come back and do the 10 unbroken. <laughs> You know, so it may be uh, a just a little faster than a right jogish, maybe down and back. a shuffle <laughs> at best. <laughs> and yeah, it really was essentially just forty single arm snatches for time with that weight because the shuttle sprint was so short. It wasn't like it was a two hundred or five hundred. We're talking like a down and back on a regional floor, which was maybe a hundred feet. Let's yeah. see. It's, oh it's yeah, a hundred feet because yeah. they used a hundred feet later. In event number six. And that's what? A whole 30 seconds, maybe? 20 seconds? Not yeah. enough time? It was the normal breaks you were taking to begin with between reps anyways. <laughs> Which I would have done if I was walking over the shock exactly. bucket. Exactly. You know? <laughs> uh, okay, so that was event three. And then we move into event four. So as, as fast-paced and heavy as event three was, event four, quite the opposite, and extensively more volume. And so we have a chipper format of squats, pull-ups, and shoulder to overhead at 50, 40, and 30. It starts with back squats at 135 and 95, pull-ups, and then 30 shoulder overhead at the same weight. And then we move to 50 front squats at 85 and 65, 40 pull-ups, 30 shoulder overhead at the same weight, and then 50 overhead squats at 65, 45, followed by 40 pull-ups and 30 shoulder to overhead at the same weight. Now, this was... The most volume I would say we've seen programmed in official competition, even more than we saw at like the random regionals in 2010. Anything really we've seen in prior to that? Like this was one we're like, whoa. What was the uh, the Helen the the triple Helen? What was the volume of mm, pull ups on that one? Volume of pull ups. So let's see because it was because we had the hundreds the year before 21, is that what it was yeah so it was uh 63 plus 42 plus 21 126 so six less six less but with 150 squats and 90 shoulder to overhead yeah. oh no no i'm sorry that's not correct that's the kettlebell swings because it's 36, oh, 24, and 12. Right, right. 72 was in at the games. We did 100. Oh, okay. The 100 pull-ups is the most we did, and that was previously in the 100s workout yeah. um, in 2011. But 120 pull-ups in total, 150 squats between back, front, and overhead, and 90 shouldered overhead. I, I'll tell you right now, I, anyone who looks at this and is like, oh, yeah, okay, this is 2012, whatever, just try to do... 150 back squats out of the gate <laughs> racing at 135 and 95. No. Like I dare like I dare you to go try that right now. <laughs> it will it will suck all of the oxygen mm -hmm. out of your body mm -hmm. using your using your legs and your glutes and your quads and everything to where you get up on the pull-up bar and like your little itty bitty little lats just yeah. don't have enough <laughs> oxygen anymore to do the work you want them to do. And then you and then you go to the shoulders after that like this was a, a one, probably one of my favorite um, designed 
regional workouts of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just, I love how it, I love what it has and how it's set up. I love that it puts, I mean, it puts everything in there. Yes, but it doesn't do it like a everything but the kitchen sink deal. It's got okay, all the squats. Okay. You know, it the the weight dropping as you get through all the uh, you know, mm-hmm. all the different the sets of re- the different reps and everything. Re- I I love what it is. I love what it is. I didn't do what I wanted to in this one. <laughs> but I love what this event is. It's awesome. I have a confession. Okay. I've never done this event. You got to do this event. I want to, but I'm. I still look at it from my 2012 eyes because I, you know, I'm in a sling. I'm very deconditioned. I watch all of these athletes just get completely smashed by it. So I have this, this like aversion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I have this underlying you, huh? <laughs> fear of how hard this one really is. But you know, I look at it with you know a bit more fresh eyes because I, I I remember this vividly. Yeah. Um, actually, th- we programmed this when we did the um, when we programmed for that online competition, didn't they? This was one of the events that you pulled out. Yeah, right? a little callback. That's right. That's right. But you're right. This is um, really cool setup. Just it's just good old fashioned grunt work because none of this is out of the realm of someone's skill set, someone's strength, someone's work capacity. Totally. None of it is for for regional athletes. Yeah. Going to try to make the CrossFit Games. Like, this was a great test. Super long. We needed a high volume one, right? The row, pistol, hang clean. That took a long time just because those were long. Not, uh, they were, they took a long time to do. There wasn't a lot of them, right? The row, it's, you know, eight to 10 minutes, casual pace. Maybe not so casual if you're talking about eight minutes, but, you know, 50 pistols when nobody was really good at them took a two to three minutes. Yeah. And then the hang cleans took forever, right? We already did <laughs> Diane, which is a sprint. We did event three, which is a sprint. Now we have this long, high volume set. So this is this is our long one of the week in, uh, in terms of volume and time. And a lot of people got capped here. Dude, a lot a of people lot, got capped. I will a say lot this, of people got capped. Depending where you were, this I will say this. This is another, another little nugget here. This was the event that kept me out of the games this year. Oh, yeah. So the one and event I pegged you to be the, the best at is the event that kept you out? Yeah. Oh, and shit. this Sorry, is bro. also the event that made it so that I never, ever touch a pull-up bar ever without grips Oh, because of this event. I didn't oh, use grips back in the day. I didn't use grips. Yeah, I was like, no, yeah. you got to get your hands tough. You know, if you're doing your pull-ups right, you don't need, you know, you know if you have your knuckles on top of the bar, you're going to be hinging at your wrist and all that stuff, which is totally true. I don't, yes. I don't not agree with that or not believe that but we were outside it was hot the bars were hot i'm chalking up i'm sweating and i tore my hands on the second set of pull-ups oh and i went from doing sets i mean i can do sets of 20 to 30 no no big deal like pull-ups pull-ups are like breathing to me they're not hard for me to do yeah you're good i got to where i was doing sets of twos and threes because i was bleeding so bad on my hands i couldn't chalk the wound enough to make it stop damn and i like that was the one i it, it kept me out wow because i should have blasted this one yes should have blasted this one and that was the one that knocked me out so oh wow I, at the end of this day i went from first place to third place and i had a gigantic wound on my hand for the rest oh of the yeah well especially what we have coming up i could see how that <laughs> no, playing dude, a I was so major bummed. factor 
Oh, oh no, that stuff. sucks. Again, element 26. Get your, get your Dear get Element 26, <laughs> why were you not created in 2012? <laughs> oh, and also this was the other part. They talked about um, you were allowed to use things on your hands, and they made a big deal about if you had anything on your hands. Boz, was, he was down at our region. He would check. He would actually feel your whatever you were wearing mm -hmm. to see if it was too sticky or not. Oh, well, yeah, yeah because gloves gloves made a big, I would say, debut around yeah. this time. And what some people would try to get away with is they would use, like, wide receiver gloves that people would use in football that had those, like, tacky things that would yep. just, like, latch onto pull-up bars. And, yeah, that was yeah. a, a no-go. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, I mean, this is good. This is something that was needed. Right? I said event one. Yeah. Three to five minute all out event three, not necessarily the same time frame, but the same intensity. Ten heavy, fast sprint was irrelevant. Event two was a slog skill event, and this was just volume, work capacity, low skill, go. Yep. yep. Right. All right, that's event four. So we close out day number two as we move into day number three. And we start things off with our heavy event. Well, one of many heavy events. <laughs> our third heavy event of the weekend. <laughs> and it is a snatch ladder. But you have to do, how many was it, 20? I think it was 20. 20 double unders. Let's see. Three, two, one, go. You have 50 seconds to move to the platform, perform 20 double unders, and then one snatch. And it was any snatch anyway. Split, power, full, just show control, ground overhead in one movement. Um, men started at 155 and then advanced all the way up to 295. Women started at 105 and went up to 185. And again, every set had to start with those 20 double unders. And I really... I really liked this. This was cool to watch. The The double under wrinkle was nice. Um, just to throw something different in there, which didn't make it such a pure, pure lifting event because we've already had really two of those as far as what the limiting factor of event two and three were, were definitely the weight. Um, but this one is like, look, you had to be strong, but if you were shit at double unders, you weren't able to showcase it. No. And I, I like the way... I think they needed to find out a way of how to have a tie break for, for a different position. So that's how you would get your tie break was how many of those double unders did you, like if you missed your lift, you got to do the double unders and that gave you partial scores after that. So you see oh, down the, Oh yeah. So like if you didn't make your lift, you had, you had that whole 50 seconds mm -hmm. to get whatever you wanted to get in there. If you didn't make it, then you could do that's as many right. double unders in the, in the remaining time. And that became your, score so like if you missed if you got 215 but you missed 225 um but you got 15 double unders on that 220 you, you missed it you missed it ah, i'm gonna grab my rope and start doing some double unders yeah. and your score is 215.15 and that's how they would score you oh that was cool else. i forgot about they, we that. didn't have anything like that so it was weird i mean you kind of think the double unders are just kind of something thrown in there but it did give I it, it brought your heart rate up just a touch as you were kind of moving. Um, it forced you to not think about the lift a ton. Mm -hmm. um, but then it gave you the element of being able to have that that tie break. And, and we hadn't had I mean, we didn't have that in the thrusters. No, back when we no. did the and there's, so like everyone 
everyone hit that 215 mark <laughs> right you know, in the thruster and there's like everybody's there Log you know, jam. that same thing so um i thought this was a great way to add that and have that element um and it wasn't a lot of double unders i mean it was only 20 so it wasn't a big deal right although ev- this is everyone's trying to do double unders and lifting lifters shoes, yeah made it really really <laughs> weird you know that might have been a reason why dave put it in there Knowing, so. knowing everybody being lifters, okay, what's the thing that we can mess them up and just mess with their heads a little bit? And that did, that mess with people. It was like, how often do you do double unders in your lifters? And I had my cool doings back then, so I had my oh, nice, you know, yes. wood, wood, wood heel. Because <laughs> I'm landing on the, on the platform. Oh, what are those, um, like, Dutch clog shoes called? You know what I'm talking about? Is that Dutch? Yeah. Clogs. Oh, are they called clogs? Is that really? <laughs> my, my wooden Holland shoes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so that was our snatch event. So we went heavy. We went a, a, a high school, a high skilled heavy lift with a, you know, a high skilled amount of structural movement with that is the double under. Um, yeah, 20 wasn't a lot in 2012 when you get, you know, get five, six bars in. Now you're at 120, 140. And that's if you didn't miss. Um, but I did like the tiebreaker there. Usually you'll see a lift in maybe like the first day of competition. So they pushed it back to the last day of competition. So you weren't fresh. Your hands were ripped to shreds. You know, Shredded. Your, your low back, back and your legs are just blown out. So now you're snatching under just like fatigue, you know, whether it's just like overall fatigue, adrenaline fatigue, your CNS is starting to get smoked. And now we're trying to do all these like high skill things combo together. So a lot of different things went into this event other than just being who's the strongest. Yeah. So I, I did like this. It was it was fun to watch. I, <laughs> it was fun to watch, but I saw some like nasty spills and screw ups. I watched one guy, <laughs> my buddy, <laughs> his name's Ryan. And he goes to snatch. And you know when you do that snatch where your elbows buckle, but the bar goes behind your head? Yeah. And you you get kind of pinned? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it lands on the back of his shoulders and then just drives his face into the concrete. Oh, dude. And he got, I mean, he had to go, he had to get stitches. Like, he left the competition, got stitches, came back because he made the final event. He was in, like, the top ten. He's like, I'm coming back. And his wife was pissed. Chase, get him to stop. I'm like, I am not... I am not a part of this. I know I'm the coach. However, I'm not going to get into like a marital spout of who was right or wrong here. So I'm going to let you guys grown up on your own. <laughs> as long as the doctor says he does not have a concussion, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. But uh, yeah, that was cool. All right, then we move into event number six. Now, I know we talked about... Uh, when we did our own programming for 2010, is like the finals, like fast and furious and exciting and just like all go. Well, from 2011, that was not the case. That was that sloggy kitchen sink is like, what have we not used yet? Chipper. And then we come to this one and it's, <laughs> it's just like the Literally same that. thing, <laughs> but on steroids. And it was three rounds for time, seven deadlifts at 345 and 225 followed by seven muscle-ups. So three rounds of seven and seven, followed by three rounds of 21 wall ball shots, 20 and 14-pound ball, both going to a 10-foot target. Where has that go, been? SoCal. Yeah. Way to go, Regional. Good job, Regionals. 2012, we've strayed away from that since then. Uh, followed by 21 toes-to-bar, so 21 and 21 of wall balls and toes-to-bar. Then you do a 100-foot farmer carry with the 170-pound dumbbells in each hand between men and the women, 28 burpee box jumps, 
at 24 and 20. Farmer carry back. And then why this is at the end. I have no idea. Three muscle-ups. Just cause. Three rounds of seven and seven deadlifts and muscle-ups. Three rounds of 21 and 21 of wall ball shots and toes to bar. 100-foot farmer carry. 28 burpee box jump overs. 100-foot farmer carry. And then three muscle-ups at the end because screw you. (laughs) Which is weird because like the numbers are so great. Yeah. Until you get down to the end there. And it's like, I, where did 28 come from? I, I see. How did that number pop up there? Well, so I see the sevens of the deads and the 21 of the wall ball shots. So you, that's where your 28 is. I can see that. But I have oh, man. Okay. no idea right. why the three muscle-ups, unless they're like, well, we wanted three threes of seven, three threes of seven, and then like this little middle finisher with a three at the end, like they're almost trying to get too cute with the numbers. I don't don't know. But yeah, (laughs) this event, especially with the deadlifts, right? Heaviest deadlift weight we've ever had programmed up to this point. My back was shot. We've already done deadlifts already. So you repeated a movement. I don't think there was any reason we needed to do deadlifts again. Aside from my deadlift opinions have that I suck at. It's a fine movement, but we've already done it. Uh, wall ball's fine. Toes bar fine. You got this little muscle up couplet and this little gymnastic weightlifting couplet. The pharma carry burpee box jump overs, the burpee box jump overs. First time doing those. Yeah. A lot of first. I mean, we'll have a lot of first in these early years, but totally. <laughs> I, I forget. Um, the farmer carry was enough that after what you did going into that, it was something. But then on the return to those last few muscle-ups, it's just enough to just make it uncomfortable. I mean, I know your hands were torn up, so. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it, that was what it was. It, it, if you're looking perspective-wise, spectator-wise, you should have just taken the three muscle-ups off. And what that would have done is that would have ramped up oh, the, the farmer finish. carry, yeah. burpee box jump, farmer carry. Because then the race is coming back on the farmer's carry. Mm-hmm. And that's the race. What happened was everybody came back and then they stared at the rings. Right. And then you're there, the, the, the final push to the very end was, I mean, if you had someone that could do three, three muscle ups at that point, cool. They'd get it and they would win. But generally speaking, they were doing three singles mm-hmm. and it ended up being this not very exciting way to finish. If yeah. you made, I mean, if you made it all the way down to that anyway, like if you if you would have taken that out, then no one would have been thinking about that. They would have put it all into that farmer into the sprint, the uh, burpee box jump overs in that in that farmer's carry, mm-hmm. which I think could have could have been um, a little bit better of a setup, I think. Yeah. And, you know, this this final is another one of those. The idea may have been is like, here's the final. We're just going to see your resolve to finish the weekend. But I mean, those deadlifts were heavy at the time. Just watching, and you know, some people were fine with them. Most, it was super challenging. The ring muscle ups in there, fine, right? We haven't done that yet. We we did the pull ups from the day before, but whatever. Um, just I I will say this: I I like elements of this workout uh, of this event. I like there are elements in there that I think are good. You could have rehashed this thing so many different ways. Right. But I think this one event, I don't want to say, maybe this is too strong of a word. I think it ruins the overall output of what the competition was. A now, little in, bit. In in the 
when we looked at the 2011, we said take the final out, and it would have been perfect. Ah, uh, yes. Very similar to this here. I could see that. Just because, and not because the pieces, not because we couldn't have had an event that had these things in it, but it just seemed like it didn't fit. Yeah. It, and I, it, 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 it appears that you're looking at your checklist and all the boxes that hadn't yet been checked, you kind of threw in. Um, you know, the fact that we redid um, deadlifts again, yeah, not needed. Um, you know, the volume, the volume of stuff that we're doing. I, I just did. We're doing 63 wall ball shots. We just did 150 squats, <laughs> right. you know, back squats, front squats, overheads. Like, do you really need to have wall balls in there too? Right. But I, I just don't think it fits the overall plan of what you're, of what you're trying to do other than wow. Regionals is when it's all hard and heavy. And that's <laughs> kind of what hard, it is. Kind of what it, heavy, what it high volume. Yeah. And you're right because if, if I just look at this of what it could be, it's like really close to being cool. Like the three round format of something and then another thing and then something at the end, the three muscles to the end is, I don't know why they did that, but, um, I mean, how many weird. times it is, it's one of those, it's like, as I go through these through five, I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I see where this is. It's a little heavy overall. And then I get to this one. I was like, this just makes the other ones. Like it compounds what we've already done. Like yeah. how many times are we going to pull heavy from the floor this weekend? Diane yeah. hang power cleans, dumbbell snatches, snatch ladder. And now the heaviest, now deadlift heaviest deadlifts. Yeah. Ever done in competition. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, so that's one, two, three, five of the six events. We're pulling heavy from the floor. Five of the six. And then it's high volume again, which we've already done in event four. You know, our event two time cap was 17. A lot of people got pushed to the edge there, time cap wise. Um, this time cap is also 17 that people got pushed to the edge there wise. Event four time cap was 22, which a lot of people got capped with. And then the other three were all like five minutes or less. And so I feel like we really, we missed something in the middle. And I think this could have been it if we just like tailored it down a little bit. Like even if you just took the, shoot. Remember, remember we were talking about the 2010 regionals and the, the Europe one had deadlifts and muscle ups, but we weren't sure what the numbers were. Right. This could have been that. It could have been uh, seven minute AMRAP. 10 minute AMRAP or whatever, pick the number of rounds you want and said, okay, seven deadlifts and seven muscle ups, or, you know, pared down oh, the numbers even a little bit and yeah. just done that. Right. You know, if, if you wanted deadlifts in there and muscle ups or do the same type of thing with just take that out and take the end out and just do the wall ball shots and the toes to bar and have that be, I was going to say that like take, take the wall ball one and put it first. So you have your three rounds of 21, take the deadlift one with the muscle ups, but like change the deadlift to like a, like a, a, a thruster at 135. So you have it almost as a, a tougher version with less reps of what you just did, right? So you have your three rounds of 21 of the wall ball toes to bar, right? That squat press gymnastic into three rounds of seven and seven of squat press gymnastic. And that's it. 
if you're going to keep yeah. any of this, right? But like, we don't need to go heavy on the deadlifts, especially the, the farmer carry burpee box jump over at the end with the three muscle ups. It's like that was just unnecessary. <clears throat> you, we could have done this using the old twenty one fifteen nine. You do take out the whole front part with the the muscle ups in the deadlift, and you uh -huh. go three rounds of twenty one wall balls, twenty one toes to bar. You do your 100-foot carry oh, um, down. You down do 15 burpee box jumps, 100-foot back, and then you do three rounds of uh, nine right. and nine. And I would go back and do the wall balls and toes to bar again. Oh, okay. unless, unless you want to do, unless you want to do, you know, whatever. One, I, I would do that. I would do that because I don't. I don't think. What if you just did? I, mean, the I know 21... we're missing muscle ups. I know uh, that, but yeah. I don't want to put deadlifts in there. I wouldn't want to put deadlifts in there. No, not again. Like if, if you didn't have deadlifts in event one, fine. Yeah. Right. Totally. Like fine, but yeah. we've already done them. Right. Yeah. Um, we, like I said, we've, we've pulled heavy off the floor, five of the six events. You're right. Uh, we're and we're just trying to figure out how we could have made this event fit better. It just didn't I, I fit. Will say You're because right. if you look at, because if you look at the overall, like when we get to the very, when we finish this one and you start looking at all the numbers, as much as, I personally liked this regional mm -hmm. and I had some success in this regional. And, you know, like we talked about, this was kind of my, you know, where, where I ended up best in my career wise. If I look at the programming, it, it, like I, we missed a lot of pieces. Yeah. We missed, we, we missed the mark um, of what we're trying to do. And, and again, like it, it's hard to find out like, okay, well, what's, what is the purpose of the regionals? And back then we really didn't know, right. You know, the, the general was open, was light and, and fast and heavy or light and fast in this like buzzsaw regionals <laughs> was yeah. heavy. And so it's like, okay, cool. We get that. Mm -hmm. But you know, are we, are we qualifying? Is it doing the right? Like what athletes are we getting into yeah. into the games? And is it doing that? And right. okay, heavy is fine, but, did the program do the right thing? And I, and, and I don't know that this one, this one throws it. Yeah, it, throws it does. It. it does. And so, okay. So look at the, look at the event of the whole, right? We've, we've come to six events. And, and as we look at the event of the whole is that I think this is one of the times where you look at it and there is a, a bigger, stronger bias this week. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you had 120 pull-ups, but you know, chin over bar pull-ups 40 at a clip is, is, that's not, I would say, a detriment to the bigger, stronger athlete. And at the same time is that, okay, seven muscle-ups times three. We just did Amanda 975, so we've done this amount of volume before, right? right? Um, and so the wall ball shots, like, that makes it easier. The toes of bar, the carries, the burpees. So, like, this was a very... This was apparent that the bigger, stronger athlete that had to have, they had to have the fitness. Right? It totally. this weekend they got catered here. to that. Yeah. Right. And and we saw that with the the feel that advanced to the games this year. And when we touched on the beginning of this, is that this regional I felt like really split off a bunch of different like multiverses of how to program and train, which was okay. All right, now you have to be strong. 
the programming is getting heavier every year. We had a sample size of what, three years? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's getting heavier. We need to train high volume. We need to train multiple workouts in a day. And, you know, God, I don't even want to mention this program's name because I hate yeah, it so much. Yeah, you do. Much. I know what you're thinking about it. I know what you're thinking the about. freaking outlaw way. Dude, totally. I was going to say Rudy. Yeah, which just totally set CrossFit programming back like a decade Cause like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take CrossFit.com and the gymnastics course and CrossFit football and um, CrossFit weightlifting, and we're gonna pick the workout of the day and put them all together and do that every single day. Now that was that was the genius of Outlaw, and everybody wanted to do it because <laughs> they had the most athletes at the games that year who did well in 2012, and then they just started getting hurt because it was yeah. over-programmed. People were over-training because of – we're not saying it was a programming's fault. People just took what happened this weekend and ran with it on their own, right? This wasn't it a was, product of CrossFit. This right. is a product it, of people's interpretation of where CrossFit was going. Well, all they saw was, oh, man, everything is heavy. Right. So that means I need to train heavy because – well, I mean, and it, it's everything was heavy this weekend. Everything was heavy, and the things that we got put in our face at this region, nobody was training with, right? Or not to the volume of this. So it's like, well, I guess if I'm going to get ready for that, I mean, you, you like to think that you that you train above and beyond what you're going to compete for, mm -hmm. so you have the capacity to be able to race it. But no one understood what that meant. So obviously, this regional right. program took us way above what we thought we should do. And then how do you program to get better for that? You got to go way above what you think that might be. So yes, all of a sudden, you're point. right. Like when they came out, the stuff was heavy. And yes, there were athletes that had success uh, because they were strong athletes. Right. And so they could hang into that. But the volume started, there was like a diminishing return on that. We're like, right. They would get good. There was this pool of these big, strong athletes that would all just crush people when it came to barbell stuff. Mm -hmm. And then as the years kind of came on, those athletes were all breaking down. Shoulders right. going out, knees yeah. going out, backs going out, elbows going out. Everything was breaking down just because of the um, – and, and I think, honestly, I mean, we just didn't know – what that was going to look like yet. We didn't yeah, know yeah. what kind of program was that going to do. If you're right. lifting correctly, you shouldn't be getting hurt, right? Well, right. maybe. <laughs> but Obviously under not, the now that volume at which these people were training, yes, right? Yeah. And if you look at it, I'm looking at it on, on this page, right? It has all six events right in front of my face. Event one, three, and five. Short, fast, intense, heavy. Event two, four, and six. High volume. High, high volume. A yeah. lot of different things varied in between. Six plus eight different movements with some heavy. Nothing in the middle. Yeah. So what a programmer or a novice programmer does, they see that. They see, okay, 2010, it was all this mix, and I look at the games and the weights, they weren't that bad. 2011, still general CrossFit, whatever. And then 2012, you're like, okay, I see a pattern. Or they think they see a pattern. Yep. And like, okay, we have to have... Workouts that are either short and really heavy or long and high volume and also heavy or extra volume. And that was it. And totally. that's where people started to train 
And that's where programmers started a program. And then everybody loved it because like, oh, this is the regional programming, regional training. Yeah. And I'm a fake amateur athlete, but I want to pretend like I'm a games athlete. So I'm going to sign up for this and I'm going to overtrain and I'm going to get all, you know, and that's, that just drove me crazy to see because even in 2012, I was like, this is not it. Although there was a flash, like I said, a flash in the pan success because people did train like that. And the programming matched that, and they had success once. Yeah. And it's unsustainable. It's unhealthy. And there's, there's, you know, there, there was no middle ground because you did one or the other. You went fast and heavy or long and heavy. Yeah. And the variance didn't allow you enough training and breaks and rest to let your body recover and do different modalities. Like, you can let your body recover and still train the next day as long as it's different. Yeah. yeah, this was this really started the um, th this element is why when the regionals was removed, why there was such an uproar because so many people this was their deal. This mm -hmm. was this is where uh, how they saw themselves. This is what they trained for. They this was their games because they they weren't going to make it to the games but they were going to be a somebody here and they would do everything in their power to do that. And the, a lot of these regional athletes, I mean, they had, they had holes. That's why they were a regional athlete, not a games athlete. Right. But where they were good, they were like above and beyond. So like <laughs> yeah. They're your, your strong athletes. They yeah. would come out. I mean, you know, we'd be piddling around with like the 225 on the snatch and these guys would come out, you know, back then, 275 boom 295 you know all the girls would be you know they they'd have those those handful of the women that would get up to like the 180 185 seconds mm -hmm. now again it's not a big deal um back then it was a gigantic deal yeah and the athletes that had that were the beasts they had no problem yeah. with the hang cleans they had no problem with the the heavy deadlifts in this in this uh and uh, this and you know the, the final workout so everybody was doing that strength bias became like a thing. Right. And you had to get stronger. And you know, just like we said, the, the open had a certain program, the regional had a certain program mm -hmm. so that you could get the games and get the, the difference there. So that, that watching, especially, you know, from, from our point of view now, you know, from where we are 2021, looking back and seeing how that growth has happened. Um, not only on the program side, because I mean, you know, Dave was trying to figure out how we, how do we get the right athletes there? How do we do that? And again, he has always had to look at the big picture, which a lot of times um, most people don't do. They just see the open program. It's like, oh, here's a program. Was it a good program or not? Well, it right. depends. What was the goal of that? What's <laughs> right. the regional program? What's the goal of that? He would look at where we look at just the regionals, like you said here with all six elements on the page. He's looking at all the elements. Did we get the fittest people to the end? Right. And did we get the right people in the field? So, I mean, it's there's so many elements and we were so young in the oh, sport, yeah, yeah, so yeah. young in the program. Uh, but you're right. This was it was this year that everybody just flipped and lost their shit on yeah. what am I supposed to do? And I will take and do as much. Keep putting more on me. I just have to get stronger. I'm yep. going to get bigger. Like even the bodies of the athletes started to change at this right. time because of what they were putting themselves through. It was gnarly. It was gnarly. Yeah. And again, we say this, like this had nothing to do with CrossFit. 
they just looked at what was programmed this I feel like it was this regional. Not even the games. Like you look at the games, the game wasn't that heavy in 2012. No. But this regionals, everyone's like, okay, if I want to get to the games, because that's the thing, it wasn't people here at this time weren't necessarily training for the games. They're training to get to the games. Yeah. We didn't have that many perennial athletes yet. It's yeah. year five. <laughs> Going yeah. into year five. <laughs> right. And so everyone's number one life goal was to make it to the games because it's only been there's only been five of them. So saying you're a games athlete then was a very, very like coveted thing to say. It's like, yeah, I'm an X game. I made the games, one of the five that was ever there. You know, yeah. now there's there's hundreds of them everywhere. <laughs> right? And so now it's how you perform at the games, not just getting to the games. So people looked at this regional like, okay, if I want to get to the games, if I want to be a games athlete, and that's my only goal, that's my only measure of success. Well, then it was well, I got to get stronger. I got to do more volume and all this, 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 this. And that's when volume became king. That's when PRs and big lifts became king. Not general physical preparedness, you know, overall varied balanced programming, work capacity across broad times and modal, modal domains. That was out the window for these, <laughs> these new programs. It was just like more, 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 more. And it might have got you there. Yeah. But the the fallout of that, I think that also led to a lot of the stigma of CrossFit's dangerous because of what was happening people after 2012 regionals. Is the way people were that. training not taught how to train, right? CrossFit didn't teach this. They programmed one regional and everybody just like lost their mind. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really did feel like that. <laughs> more 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 weight more reps more volume more workouts no rest days like that Act, i feel active like recovery yeah on rest days <laughs> right oh, so I, my rest i'm gonna go ahead and run a marathon and do a three triathlon yeah, my rest day is just you know 10 12 miles ten thousand meters right and i feel like that's time. what uh that's what stemmed unintentionally programming wise around the community yeah. after this regional. Yeah. And we're going to see later is that one person recognizes where the community shifts of programming and what they're doing. And he flips it on you. And that's Dave and it's coming. Oh, Not yeah. quite yet, but it's coming. And I love that about, I really love that about Dave because he's so not involved, but he's very aware yeah. That's kind of the the best way I can describe it. Like, Dave doesn't really like <clears throat> subscribe to the chatter, but he's aware of it. Right? He doesn't listen to people's podcasts or watches their YouTube videos, but he's aware. He understands. He sees what's going on. He's like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and that'll and that'll creep up later down the road for regionals. But uh, that was 2012. Okay, so overall view of the 2012 regionals. By itself, for me, there's a lot of events I like. There's a lot of moments that I enjoyed personally, whether what I watched or coached or experienced, but <clears throat> I don't know. My Element 26 thumb-up review. I'm going to give it... I have to give it what it was and not what it could have been, and I'm not going to fault any fallout from this. I'm going to give it one. I'm going to give it a one. Hmm. Not a lot of variance. Um, <clears throat> a lot of strength. A lot of heavy pulling from the floor. 
Not a lot of variance of time frames. We were really at two sides of the spectrum, short, fast, or longer to moderate. And then the kitchen sink final, that really didn't have much of a rhyme or reason tied with it. Didn't really pull it together. I enjoyed it. But I'll, I'll give it a one thumb up. So I'm giving it a positive review. It just, um, yeah, it, it, it was regionals. <laughs> I, give, I, give it, I give it one. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard to choose which lens to look at this under. Do I look at it as just the events as they are right now, just these six, or do I try to put it in the context of 2012 with what this is trying to do as far as getting certain athletes to the games um, okay. that have already qualified through the open. And then to hear is that part of it? Is that why it was programmed a certain way? Um, I like establishing though, what your metrics are. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's hard. Well, because I think that that changes it a little bit. You're okay. right. If yeah. we look at it as just this piece, was this a good test of fitness? We're missing all kinds of pieces. Okay. Fair. If we are looking at as well, okay, we did a lot of our short, fast, lighter stuff uh, or middle ground stuff. We did that in the open, so we didn't have to do it again. Uh, okay, then maybe some of those, some of those cracks got filled in a little bit. I still feel that we, there is some redundancy. Mm -hmm. um, whereas we're snatching, then we're dumbbell snatching, we're deadlifting twice. Um, we are missing some pieces. I don't like the way the last event was put together. It just seemed oddly kind of haphazard but i really liked the pieces i like the fact that we had a named workout to start with yeah. i like the long i liked even the shock of the heavy hang cleans um, yeah i did too i liked that event i i like the 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 long high volume of event four um I think I will go just a touch up from you. So I'll go one and a quarter thumbs on this one. I think I went, I think I went one and a half on the last one. I think I'm going to go one and one and a quarter on this one because I like what it is, but there was a definite difference between this one and 2011. Um, there was a definite purpose. So I can see that. Mm -hmm. I just think it may have not been as, cleanly produced as it could have been yeah um with the re with the redundancies and stuff like yeah. that but uh but i really liked it i mean there were a lot of really you know personal moments for me during this one um obviously and actually i think that i part of me is kind of surprised that i'm doing that i think i would have ranked it a little higher than that just because of my my personal stuff but i i got to go for what the numbers are and I, I really it's a good one but there's some pieces missing so i'll go one and a quarter all right I'll give it a one. You give it one and a quarter. There we go. Still on the positive green side. <laughs> There's just a <laughs> rotten tomatoes. We'd still have a, a red tomato. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, that's uh, just the way we look at it. Again, we look at it at a lot of different ways. <clears throat> I like the way you pre-qualified what you're looking at and how. And I look at it in terms of, you know, I didn't compete this year. I was on the outside looking in. Um, I'm looking more the, you're right, the redundancy of the numbers and things like that. And did anyone qualify to the CrossFit Games that shouldn't have been there? I would say no. I would say no. Was there a bias of the type of athlete that did there? 
I would say yes, based off of the programming was, but nobody's there. You're like, you don't belong here. Like you can't fake these six events. That's, that's the other thing too, right? You, you yeah. still had to be pretty darn good and pretty darn fit to make the top three because they're only taking three, right? So you, you couldn't fake uh, your way this there. This is, I think, the last year that they did the legacy. I think they did, this is the last year they had the legacy. Oh, that's right. Because if you had won, the legacy is if you won the CrossFit Games, you could skip regionals and go directly to the games. Yeah, which we had. Um, but Chris I, Clever was one on the yeah, women's side. Rich, uh, Rich was there. But they obviously. still did. They still had to do regionals. Oh no, they had to do it. Right. Um, but they got the berth in, so you would take the next. Like if they if they were on the podium, then they would take one extra. Right. One extra up. So I know they did that on the women's side. In fact, I think that's how Lindsey Valenzuela got there this, that year. Well, yes. And in the Central East, that's how – that was the year where they took oh, like – got the Marcus Hendren. And yeah, the, so Rich had <clears> – <throat> he podiumed, and he'd won in 2011. Graham got fourth. So, yeah. <laughs> Graham had got fourth, so they, they brought Graham up. <laughs> I think Dan Bailey was in the top three because it was like Rich, uh, Scott Pancheck. Scott Pancheck. This is Scott Pancheck's first year. <clears throat> yep. Rich, Scott Pancheck, Graham. Dan Bailey. Graham was fourth, I think. And so they got they pulled Graham up. They're like, okay, well, you're a past champion too. So then they made the on-field decision. <laughs> Literally on the they're field. They're like, well, yeah. It's like they, they were having like this discussion like during the <laughs> – who's Dude. who are we going to announce it? And so they pulled up Marcus Hendren. Yeah. And, you know, they got a lot of flack for that from the community, which is no surprise because the community usually doesn't know what they're talking about in general. They're just reacting to things. And then all five of them were in the top 10 at Dude. the CrossFit Games that year. Yeah. And this is also the so year nice. that we're like, okay, it was super heavy, high volume, which we, you know, we said at nauseum, but like these five dudes out of the Central East also made it in the top 10. And then that's when the Central East got the reputation of what it was. We're like, do not. <laughs> that's, that is the. Deep black water where great white sharks roam. <laughs> and that's when you start to see people. That's when people started leaving what region regions. Can I go to? Can I move away to? <laughs> yeah. Here's another fallout of this year's regionals. <laughs> Not just the overtraining programming programmers out there, but it was like everybody started jumping ship to different oh, regions yeah. the next year, which a lot went into my region. I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the South Central is like a baby pool can, compared to the, <laughs> the kiddie pool. Kitty pool with some tadpoles in it with the, the deep blue uh, sea that was the Devil's Triangle. <laughs> the Central East. That's right. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All man, right, so you got a, what? That was a crazy. There was there was a lot of stuff that happened that year, man. A lot of stuff. Young CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I will say this: like that was what was really. When you stand back and look at it, what's really impressive is how many people just went for it. Yes. They just went. I mean, with all that programming, we talk about, you know, how, you know, the, the volume and the heavy and the, you know, the people didn't care. They will. I will do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Give me whatever. However, I don't care like that. There was this jump of pure like I. I'm the athlete. Tell me what I need to do. I will do any. I need to jump off this roof. Okay. How many times? Yeah. yeah. You need me to sit underwater for 15 minutes without. Okay. You need me to carry this dumb barbell mile and a half <laughs> on my yeah. back. I, I don't just tell me when yeah. and where and how, and I will do anything. You know what? 
uh, you know, I, I know we're we're talking about the fallout community wise, not community wise, uh, programming wise from other people. Again, not CrossFit. Yeah. This was when it started to turn and I think into a legitimate sport. And not oh, just yeah. it turned into people turning themselves into athletes, not just people who worked out and were good at it. Yep. Th- this was yep. the year where the dividing line was created. Yeah. We're like, oh, I can't just be good at this, right? We're not just working out anymore. Nope. This was the year where the tide turned into, if you want to be serious about this, this is what everybody else is doing. Whether you agree with it or not, this is what they were doing. And if you're going to have to beat them, you're going to have to figure out a way to do it better or as equal to, because this is the direction that these athletes are going. And just as you said, they'll do how many, do another workout. This is my 10th one of the day. Would you want to go to the games or not? You're like, all right, fine. Totally. (laughs) Man, this, that was a heavy line drawn in the sand. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. This was the year. This was the year. Interesting. I'll still give it a one. (laughs) Positive (laughs) review. (laughs) Too many negatives to, to bump it up to a two, right? Like I would say your memories gave you the extra quarter. (laughs) <laughs> well, Your again, I think, I, well, may, maybe, maybe I just, I, like I said, uh, it but really I'm not saying it's a bad thing, right? What, how you're looking at it. You know, yeah. if you're looking at just the numbers, you're right. Missing some pieces. If you're looking at it, can, you know, with the open, I think that changes a little bit, but I, I, I I'll, I'll still do that. Yeah. I'll still do that. One and yeah. a quarter. Yeah. And I get a one. All right. Well, I would love to hear what everyone else thought about that regional. If you even knew about it. Oh, they did have, <laughs> by the way, they had cuts. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had cuts into the final event. They had cuts and they had DNF withdrawals, which, again, everyone, messing everyone, around. yeah, they weren't messing around. messing around. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if they tried that now? The uproar. Like, well, what well, about my feelings, my, Chase? My, friend, my feelings are going to be hurt if I can't compete. My friend wins Diane, and then just because he's not strong... He gets cut from the competition after two events of the whole year of training and all the travel and the money and the blah. Shut up. <laughs> Welcome to sports. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. F your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to my latest Instagram post. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what's boy. great? So quick little backstory is like you know my son was at our gym and he was now to to be fair there was only so much context i could put in 120 effing characters on twitter but i'm i'm working out <laughs> i'm on a rower dying and dylan comes up like i was like what i was like what's the matter buddy <laughs> he's like juliana won't let me win she keeps beating me I was oh like, in that a, one <laughs> yeah i was like in what he's like in a in a, we're racing i was like well you got to run faster if, if like, I'm not going to tell her to slow down for you, buddy. Like, that's just, if you want to win, you got to go faster. Right. And you know, Juliana's five and, she, and my son's three and a half and she's just smoking him. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if my son trained, he's three and a half, right? right like right. he's not, <laughs> he is not going to beat her. Maybe ever. Right. If he has my genes, he will never beat her in a foot race. <laughs> if he has my wife's different story. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's like he was upset because he wasn't winning. And so, like, we, you know, we afterwards were like, hey, listen, like, if you, you want these things, like, you, it's, we're not just going to give it to you, right? I, I empathize with your being upset, but, like, I'm not going to 
just hand it to you because of, you know, because of your feelings, right? I'll acknowledge your feelings and we'll discuss why, but like, I'm like, hey, Juliana, will you just let him win one? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> like, that's bullshit. And so. <laughs> oh, I would give you so much crap if you did that. Oh, man. Oh, I just wanted to just, you know, give him one. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, we're ending this podcast right oh, now. Oh, it was great because, like, Juliana's mom, uh, Marley, was right there with me. And I was like, hey, buddy, you got to run fast. She goes, told you. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so the, the, to wrap the story up, is that yesterday he was running, or no, sorry, it was Sunday. It was it was this weekend. He was running up and down the hall in our house, and he goes, "I'm getting faster, Dad." I'm like, "Nice, got, you goddamn right, you are." Get that prep in. Keep there. running, if you. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, we you know we explained the situation. We're just not going to hand it to him, and then he wanted to work harder on his own because he wanted to become faster. Huh. Life huh. Lessons. Huh. Life challenges. It's amazing. Yes. That was it. It's amazing how that works. Yeah. Strong work there, Pop. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Mike, what would Bill do? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what would my dad do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what would my dad do? That's really uh where it all ends up being. All right, buddy. That was super fun. That was a good I'll one. uh can't wait to see your bro. I know you I'll guys report have a good workout, back. I hope. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it'll be good times. And uh, yeah. All right, bro. Have a good cool, week. Man. All right, you too. All right, everyone. Hope you had a good time. Next up will be the 2013 CrossFit Regionals. Until then, you guys have a great week. Great weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.